Hey, Soil Cousins, what's growing on? It's your girl, Cola B. Talking, the hostess of the Moses of the Black in the Garden podcast. And I'm coming in hot today. No intro, no none of that. I just want to give y'all a brief update and um, let y'all know where y'all can find me this week because I am currently featured on two other podcasts. So I figured, mm, recovering from TEDx, and I mean that in the best way, it was a fantastic experience. And I cannot wait to share more with you about it. But that will be coming in the uh, coming weeks, uh, very likely, you know, by the end of this year, 2023, in case you are listening in the future. Hello from the past. <laughs> But yes, so what's going on is TEDx was awesome. Boom. There's a lot of stuff going on in the world right now. And I am very much processing it. My heart is with the people who are suffering as a result of the cruelty that is happening uh, in a part of the world that I have not really been to personally do not feel connected to. I'm specifically referring to the, the friction, the conflict. I don't know what word to use in relation to what's happening in the part of the world where the Palestinians and the Israelis are, they're having, they're having a lot of complications, a lot of violence. There is a situation of active genocide that is unfolding before us. And that's heavy. That's very heavy. I am here to empathize uh, because like I said, I do not have a personal connection. I wanna speak very honestly um, and transparently about what it's like to be a, an American person not even black American, but just an American ass person who has the privilege of being able to exist for the most part, not all of us, because some of us do have personal connections to parts of the world where there are very real and very ugly things that are going on. But for someone who can relate to what I'm saying, being an American uh, means that that privilege is there to to disconnect and to say oh wow that's crazy i don't know nothing about that and keep on scrolling or keep on turning the channel uh i have chosen not to do that i have been encouraged specifically by a dear friend of mine and not even in a direct way but just from seeing what they have been sharing just on their social media from my beloved gloria alamru who if you are a supporter of not just this podcast, but the other podcasts that I've done, the Plant Kiki, you know Gloria from there. And um, she definitely helped me to understand why it's not okay to just turn away and stick your head in the sand and be like, I don't know nothing about that. They don't have nothing to do with me. That's never good enough. That's never enough. I'm not here to tell you what organization to donate to. I'm not here to tell you um, what side to be on. I, I don't 
think that it's as simple as choosing sides because unfortunately another aspect of the American mindset is to not see nuance and to just look for one side or the other of things. Mm, that's that leaves a, that leaves out a lot of um consideration for everything that is in between the black and the white. You know, we call it the gray area. But I don't want to ramble. I don't want to say a bunch of empty words. Um, Who child, just ever since <laughs> not too long after starting this podcast and seeing the way that things have been just going on in the world and so many times feeling helpless because I just don't know what to do or what to even say about it. Uh, many times I have not said anything and that's okay. Some of us are not saying things about the things and that is okay. It is many times for the sake of preserving your mental health, best to try to preserve that in, in the best ways that you can. Um, but at the very least, my call to action would simply be to get informed. There are sources that you can turn to that will present you with multiple sides of the story of what's going on. Um, the history, you know, it's important to know the history. It's important to notice the common denominator that is present in these types of situations getting to a point where they are escalated to a place where, you know, there's a lot of violence and bombing and stuff like that. But one of the things that I noticed that could be overlooked is the involvement of uh, the British and how colonialism has been at play uh, at some point in the situation. You know what I'm saying? Do you get what I'm saying? The, the common denominator that is present uh, in this particular situation, but if you also look at other things that have happened in the world and what's real about um, American involvement or, you know, British involvement, because we know that America is, is like the baby of, of the British anyway, so many of the sensibilities are still the same. You know, uh, it's been said that the that Europe and, and, and especially in those those areas, those, you know, with the Spaniards and things like that, that's like the grandparent of the enslavement and the oppression that has taken place on American soil because it wasn't only just happening in America. Am I getting too deep? I don't know. I don't know. This is just me showing up and saying, I see that and I want my soil cousins to research what you need to research, determine how you can be of help if you can. Also want to encourage you to take the space that you need when it becomes too much to bear to turn back to the land, turn back to the soil, enjoy those plants that you enjoy and take solace in that. That's that's really that's the best that I could tell you really, you know, just coming from the lane that I'm that I'm driving in. My call to action is 
learn some stuff for yourself. If you're running from it, if you're trying to hide from it, if you're trying to ignore it, I, I don't, I just don't think that that's enough. At, at the very least, be informed because the more that we understand the situation, the better we can understand what can we do to to make a difference, a positive difference in the situation. And it may be a small difference. It may be small, but that's okay because a bunch of people collectively doing small things does add up to a big shift. And um, I'm just hoping that just the sound of my words reaching whoever it should reach, encouraging whoever it should encourage is a part of me being a part of that shift towards making a big difference by just taking a few minutes to acknowledge the situation. All right. We're not doing an episode this week, but I've been on two podcasts. And interestingly enough, they came out within the same week, but they were respectively recorded months ago. Like one was recorded about a month and a half ago. The other one was recorded about three months ago. And that's the fun thing about the production of it all is that the finished product, sometimes it can take a while before it gets to be published. And how fun for me at a time when I really just needed to take a pause and take a beat and continue to reflect and recover and do whatever it is that I need to do to take care of myself and to take care of my family. I want to shout out the podcast that I have been on and I'm happy to share these podcasts with you, uh, not just because I'm on them, but because I think that these shows are beneficial to the culture. And coming from such different aspects in the grand scheme of like what the themes are. So the first podcast I'm on is about divorce. I'm discussing specifically my experience with divorce. The second podcast I'm on, um, is the No Draws podcast. <laughs> and that's a term where if you know, you know, because some of us call them underwear and some of us say draws. And I grew up in a household where they was draws. And that is a comedy podcast, as you might imagine. But uh, let's start with Legally Uncensored, which is the podcast where I'm discussing my divorce experience. I'm discussing my divorce experience, okay? And this show uh, has a wonderful host who, who is an attorney, by the way, that has conversations that are covering quite a wide range of topics that are revolving around um, what it's like to have the divorce experience and especially the legalities of it. I wasn't so much getting into the legality of it as much as discussing how my relationship with plants was very helpful to me in some somewhat unexpected ways. So I encourage you to take a listen to that. If you're one of the soil cousins that's like, mm, I want to know more about Cola uh, outside of like what all is happening um, in her world, in the conversations that she's having about plants. And this is actually true for both podcasts because on the No Draws podcast, <laughs> I'm having a conversation with comedian Yo Ferg, um, or Ferg, it's just Ferg. Uh, Yo Ferg is the, the social media handle. But look, 
that one was strictly for funsies, okay? A good time, lots of cussing, lots of jokes and witty banter. And I had a brief moment of like conflict, like what, how do you share that you've been on a podcast where you just up here talking shit and cutting up? And the truth of the matter is there's always going to be conflict and darkness that is in this world. Another thing that I was somewhat conflicted about because I found out about a hospital being bombed on, I think the day before I went to share on my Instagram about my excitement for having been on the TEDx stage. And I was just like, well, how do you celebrate yourself right now? Like, how do you say, oh, everybody look at me and this cool thing that I did when this shitty thing just happened? And um, I'm just grateful for this platform in this very moment to be able to share this with you, because I don't know who needs to hear this, but I know somebody needs to hear it. But there's always going to be darkness in the world. There's always going to be some bullshit going on and something that is truly heinous. Um, but one of the things that helps us to get that medicine down, um, that spoonful of sugar, is humor. One of the things that makes life, that is like the lubricant to the raw... <laughs> rawness of the way life can really try to jam itself up in you if you get if you get the context of what I'm trying to say I'm trying to be PG-13 here but sometimes you need a little lube okay and humor is a great lube for the roughness of life you know um I guess without getting too nasty because I wasn't trying to be nasty I'm not telling you that I'm here to win the gold medal for analogies and metaphors right now. I just hope you feel where I'm coming from. But humor is is just such a great way to deflect from the heaviness. Um, the other night I watched the news. I don't watch the news that much because the news could just be hard to digest. Not because of just like what they talk about, but because... For anyone who understands how critically you have to think in order to be able to decipher what the messaging is and get beyond the propaganda, um, it can be exhausting to watch the news. Anytime I take in something serious, I am going to default to finding something lighter, a little comedy, a little hee hee ha ha, so that I can just kind of change the vibe of that that heaviness, lighten that that sense of heaviness that's within me as a result of taking that in. So I hope that you can appreciate that. Um, yeah, having said all of that, the links are in the episode notes to this. This isn't even an episode. This is technically just an announcement, uh, a PSA a little bit, but just to let you know where you can find me uh, until our next installment of Black in the Garden. Um, I should have said this at the beginning, but I'm going to go ahead and say it now because if you listen this far, then I know you care. <laughs> I will be uh, speaking at Cornell University. Oh my God. Wow. My work, the Black in the Garden podcast and even the coloring book is being recognized by Cornell Botanic Gardens, who has an exhibit called The Seeds of Survival and Celebration. And I have been selected as one of the cultivators of celebration. 
And that's their way of honoring the people who stand as living connectors to the historical roots of black plant traditions, illuminating the significant roles of the plants that they featured and the practices that play in contemporary society. Okay, so that's the, that's their words. That's the way that they described it. But what a distinct honor to be recognized by such an institution as Cornell and to have been invited to come and lecture with them. So that will be taking place on October 26th. If you are in the area, go ahead and get registered. I will also put that link in the episode notes. You can register if you are local and it will be broadcast on Zoom for the virtual people and the people, not virtual people, but the people who ain't going to be able to pull up. <laughs> so I hope that you'll be able to tune into that. It will be a conversation and a, a celebration and a bit of a good time of, that is specifically exploring the link between plants and black cultural celebrations across the diaspora. I'm, a, I'm hoping that that goes as well as I imagine for it to go. And yeah, that's all I want to share with y'all at this point. And I want you to stay encouraged. I want you to stay, you know, stay growing, blooming. And I appreciate you so much for supporting and being a part of this endeavor called Black in the Garden, the movement that we've got so much further to go. Everything that you need to know about how to support the podcast in order to help us to continue to sustain it is in the episode notes, as well as details about where you can find me. Because I've been talking now. I be talking to to the folks of Legally Uncensored and the No Draws podcast. So without further ado, so that I can get on about my business and get ready to go to Cornell, child, I got to get ready to go. I want to wish y'all love, light, and soil. Peace and take care.